In a time like this, when everything seems to be falling apart and the center is no longer holding up, more than ever, we need words of inspiration, motivating words, and liberating words to power through our day. Welcome to another episode of the Word of the Day podcast. Our goal here is to soar you to greater heights in life. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Word of the Day series. And the Word of the Day is, Knowledge Gives Power. Knowledge Gives Power. This may be a reminder to some of us, and to some of us, it may just be a wake-up call. Knowledge Gives Power. There's a book of, uh, there's a verse in Proverbs, Proverbs 19.2 that said, A life without knowledge is not good. A life without knowledge is just not good. There are a lot of us, we go about our daily life knowing very little about God, the Creator, knowing very little about ourselves. Some of us know just enough to survive about our environment, about how the world works. A life without knowledge is not good. Why? Because according to the scripture, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge can cripple one can destroy one, can deprive one of good things in life. Knowledge provides the opportunity for surviving and thriving in this world. We want to survive, we want to thrive, we want to be successful, we want to enjoy life. No matter what we want to do, it is the knowledge that we have that we can work with. The more knowledge that one has, the better decision one can make in life. It is the knowledge that you have that will provide um, that will provide you the information, or that will provide that will help you to decide on spiritual matters, moral matters, even in terms of logic and ethics. It gives you the ground for making those decisions. It gives you the foundation to make good decisions. If you don't know much about a subject matter, there is little room for you to maneuver. You want to kill a man slowly, deprive the person of information, deprive the person of knowledge. We see even the strongest nations, they have their intelligent officers, spies, whatsoever is being called these days, out there seeking knowledge, knowledge about their enemies, about their allies, about what others are doing, because you have to constantly seek knowledge. It is not good for one to be without knowledge. And Proverbs 24, 5 said, A wise man is strong, but a person of knowledge increases power. 
A person of knowledge increases power. Knowledge gives power. The more you acquire knowledge, the more powerful you become. The more you know, the more powerful you become. Yeah, a wise man is strong. There's strength and wisdom. But it is the knowledge that you have that increases your power, that makes you powerful. We've ever seen uh, people in the society, people that possess knowledge, that understand how everything works in any organization. They are the most powerful people in the organization because you can't just get rid of them. Because knowledge is power. There are four most important types of knowledge that we need to pay attention to. But these four, we need to pay urgent attention to them. And the first one among all is the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. There is blessing in knowing God. There's a lot that happens to us, we human, when we know God. Daniel 11.32, if you read the second part of it, it said, But those that know their God shall do exploit. They shall do great things. They shall do exploit. They shall do what others that doesn't know God will do. Knowing God is a blessing. And the more you know him, the more you increase in power. The more you increase in power. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to spend time in knowing God. Knowing God has a lot to do in your day-to-day activities, in your day-to-day living, in the way you relate to your fellow human being. Knowing God is very, very important. How you deal with people all depends on how much relationship you have with God. How much relationship you have with God, it all depends on how much of him you know. How much of an experiential knowledge of God that you have. Knowledge gives power. The knowledge of God is powerful in itself because he reveals deep things to you. He reveals deep things about himself to you. Knowledge of God is one that we can play with, is one that we can do without. Because let's, let's take it this way. He's the creator of heaven and earth, right? If he creates us, if he creates other human, other creatures, so we are all his creatures, and God is the creator, how do you understand the creatures better if you cannot relate with the one that created heaven and earth and other humans. So what we're saying is your vertical relationship with God, knowing God, it affects your horizontal relationship with other people. So it's very important that you know God. It's very important to your health. It's very important to your life. It's very important to your family that you know who God is. If you don't know who God is for yourself, you will listen to all the disinformation about who God is out there, and you'll be trailing on the wrong path, and you'll be blaming God for your misfortune at every turn. It is very important that you know God. God is good. God is good. Despite all that is happening around us, understand that God is good. 
Understand who he is. Understand his character. Know God for who he is, his character, how he deals with people, how he deals with things. From ages past, like Old Testament, Old Testament time, even during the New Testament, even during our own generation, know God. How can you know God? Study his word and pray and ask him to reveal himself to you. I'm sure he will. I promise you, God will. Study his word. Read his word. Talk to him. Ask him to reveal himself to you. A lot of people have asked him to reveal uh, himself to them, and there have been testimonies of how God actually revealed himself to them. In one way or the other, he will talk to you. So know God. Knowledge of God is very important. Another knowledge that I want us to pay attention to urgently is the knowledge of who you are. The knowledge of who you are. If you don't know yourself, it's difficult for you to know your limitations. It's difficult for you to know your strength. It's difficult to know what you can do and what you cannot do. The journey to self-discovery and improvement begins with simply learning about ourselves beyond the ordinary knowledge Beyond the ordinary knowledge of what others see, knowing ourselves internally, knowing ourselves, how our internal self relates with our external self, knowing your mission statement, your belief system, understanding what your spirituality is, understanding your short goal, your short term goals, and your long term goals. Your ultimate desires, your ambitions, this knowledge about yourself, they are very essential. You want to succeed in life. You want to keep surviving. You want to keep living. You want to keep ravishing. You have to understand who you are. And so it's knowing that your strength and weakness. It's good to know your habit so that you will know which one is bad for you, which one is good for you, which one you can change and which one you cannot change. You have to understand what kind of talent do I have? What are my giftings? Where am I gifted? Where are my areas of strength? Where are my areas of weakness? Where in my life is in dire need of development? Those are the things, those are the questions you ask yourself. But you got to know yourself. You want to push yourself to the limit. You want to push yourself to a point where it drives you to, uh, to fulfillment. You got to know yourself. According to the Socrates, to know thyself is the beginning of wisdom. You have to know yourself. That is to the Socrates. But according to the Bible, The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And because God is the creator of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, you you and you have to know him. If you know him, you will fear him. If you fear him enough, you will have the wisdom. And it is this wisdom from God that drives you into understanding who God created, which is you. This is because 
If you recognize the limit of your own wisdom and understanding, you will start discovering the essential part of your mission, the essential part of your purpose, the critical element that is needed for your mission to, uh, to be fruitful. You will understand what you need to fulfill your destiny, to fulfill your mission, to bring your vision into fruition. Knowledge of yourself means knowing what you have yet to learn, what you have learned, and how to apply it. It helps you understand how to place yourself or where, where in your life needs development. Knowledge about yourself is very important. I've seen far too many people that don't even understand anything about themselves. They just walk around. They don't know their giftings. They don't know what they are made up of. They don't know. I was like that some years ago. How do you know yourself? We have a lot of personality tests, self-assessment tools. Uh, the scripture tells you about yourself because there's a scripture that says, I am wonderfully made. I am uniquely made. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I am just different. I'm a royal priesthood. Oh, I can go on and on. But you got to read the scriptures for yourself and understand that God created you, why he created you, for what did he create you for. So you have to understand all those things. How do you get to understand that is by being intentional about knowing yourself. You have to be intentional about knowing yourself. It is very important that you know yourself. If you see great people, the ones you adore today, it was because at one point in time, they discovered themselves. They discovered some part of their life. And when they unlock that aspect, we are able to adore them today because they put it into use. How can you put a gift or a talent or a strength or some part of you into use if you have not discovered it? I encourage you today, to discover yourself. Look for the various self-assessment tools. I've used a lot of them. They are not going to tell you 100% about who you are. But as you go on with different personality tests, you start gathering pieces of information about who you are, about your strength and all of that. By the time you bring them and you marry them, you, you look them through the lens of the scripture, you, God will start revealing to you the deep things about your own life. Another knowledge that I want to talk about is the knowledge of the world around you and how it works. Knowledge of the world around you and how it works. According to the American Psychological Association, APA, the way we perceive ourselves in, rela in relation to the rest of the world influences our behavior and our beliefs. The dynamics of psychology, cognition, perception, learning, emotions, attitude, and relationship, they all play a significant role in how humans see themselves and their many elements in their environment. All, everything around you, 
they all play a significant role in molding your behavior. In psychology, you will get into nature versus nurture. Nature, the natural things around you, where you were born, like things that were just naturally available to you. Some of them naturally shaped your behavior, shaped your character, shaped your personalities. You have to understand what is around you. Far too many times, many people, they just live and they don't even understand how the world around them works. Thank God. We have a lot of tools. We have a lot of technology that can help us understand the whole world without even moving from our office or an inch from where we are. But you have to be interested in knowing how the world around you works. Other than that, you will spend more time, you will just spend time praying and praying and praying and praying and be so surprised that nothing will happen. There are some of us, we have ambitions, we have interests, goals of becoming something, but we don't even invest in anything that concerns that goal. We believe God will do it. We wait for connections. We wait for miracles to happen. No. You have to understand how the world around you work. When God created us, when God created human, he put them in the Garden of Eden to tend the garden, to name the animals. They have to understand everything in the garden. You cannot name what you don't know or what is not around you. You have to understand, if it takes you to study, study. If it takes education, go for it. If it takes you to learn a trade, go for it. If you have a goal, you must have the zeal to bring the goal to pass. You have to put effort. You have to play your own part. You cannot just sit down and say you're waiting on God. No. Understand the world around you because it's very important. It's very important that you understand the world around you. It's very important that you know how it works. For example, the way it works in Nigeria is different from how it works in the U.S., in Russia, in any part of, the Europe, uh, any part of Europe, any of the Asian countries, in China, anywhere. It's different everywhere. Even within the country, even within the careers, within jobs, within professions, there are certain things that need to be known for one to be successful. Even in business, if you don't know how, the, how business works, you may just be an entrepreneur that gets into the business just for a short time. You have to understand how the world around you works. God placed you in a place for a reason. You, but you have to play your own part by learning and studying what works and what does not work. You have to understand and invest in knowing what is around you. Because you don't know. God, if God placed you there, then most of the things around you are for your favor. Most of the things around you are for you, are like tools to you for you to achieve your goals. I'm encouraging you today to invest more in knowing how the world works. 
Watch the news. Listen to the news. Don't just wait for the media to tell you what is going on. Don't just listen. Some of us, we are so keen to uh, listen to CNN, BBC, and all of that. It's okay to listen to them. But critical thinking demands that we check various sources before we draw our conclusion. Because what one media is saying may not be the truth. Or they may just be biased. You have to use various sources. That is why when we're writing papers in academic institutions, we are encouraged to use many resources. The reason is you don't want to focus on one author or one researcher because they may be biased. But when you get from one, two, three, four, five, and you bring the collective ideas together, you begin to, when you start applying your critical thinking, it's easy for you to dissect between what it is and what it's not. It's easy for you to stay neutral. Know how the world works and let the world work for you. Know how the world works and the world will work for you. As I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself too. Know how the world works and let the world work for you instead of you being a slave to the world. And the last one is the knowledge of who you are. The knowledge of who you, you are. In Genesis 1, 26 to 28, then God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Take that part. Let us make man in our own image. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And if you come down to Proverbs 19.21, it says, Many are the plans of the minds of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. We all have a purpose. God brought us to life for a purpose. There's a reason for our being. We're not just here for nothing. Like I always say, God does not operate in a wasted economy. So if you are here, you are here for a reason. There is a purpose for your life. You are not just worthless. You are not just anything. You have a purpose to achieve. God created you and I in his likeness, in his own image, so that we can project his likeness, we can project his image. Many are the plans of the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. That means God has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for me. So I have to find out about that purpose. I have to know why I'm here. How can you know about your purpose? First of all, you have to know God. Secondly, you have to know who you are. Then you have to know the world around you. That is how you can figure out why you're here. What is your purpose in the world? Okay, I know how the world works. Where do I fit in? Where's my purpose? Why did God bring me here? Why did God create me? Who am I? What is my identity? What do I identify with? These are the questions that comes to mind when you're trying to figure out why am I even here? And the conclusion of the whole matter is in Ecclesiastes 12, 13. We said... In conclusion, all has been heard. 
Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of the man. This is the whole duty of a man. This is our own duty. Fear God and keep his commandment, because in his commandment, we get our mission. Because in his commandment, we derive our vision from. In his commandment, we derive our purpose. Fear God and keep his commandment. This is our whole duty. This is why we're here to glorify God, to glorify God through our vocation, through our family, through our service to humanity, through what we do, through what I'm doing right now, is to glorify God. You have to understand, why am I here? But understand, the whole duty of a man is to keep his commandment, is to keep the commandment, is to fear God. And the fear of God is the one that gives you wisdom. Wisdom demands that you know who God is. Wisdom demands that you know who you are. Wisdom demands that you know the world around you and how it works. Wisdom demands that you know why you are here. These are the four knowledge that you have to pay attention to urgently. Know God, know who you are know why you're here, and know the world around you. It is very important. If you pay attention to these four things I just mentioned, your life will get better over time. Knowledge gives power. Let's keep increasing in our knowledge. Let's learn new things every day. Let's strive for knowledge about God, about ourselves, our world, our environment, why we're here. The more we know all those things, the more we increase in power. The more we can do exploit. The more we have control over what is around us. The more we can fulfill our destiny. My prayer for you is that God will grant you the wisdom to seek knowledge in all those things so that you can fulfill your destiny. I pray that you will fulfill your destiny. I pray that God will reveal himself to you. I pray that God will reveal the deep things of this world, of this life, of himself to you. I pray that you will become powerful as you intentionally seek to gain knowledge. I hope you've been blessed. And I hope you will start seeking for knowledge. There's no end to how much knowledge you can acquire about anything. Don't just sit down there. Don't just be too comfortable in your comfort zone. Reach out. Seek knowledge. Seek understanding. The Bible says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, in all that getting, get knowledge and understanding. Hey, thank you for listening to me today. You want to get more of this, right? Subscribe, like our social media, so that we can have the opportunity to share more of messages like this. We can give you doses of inspiration every time it comes. We are always available to provide doses of inspiration to help you boost your day.